Hi friends, welcome to the James Red Audio Experience. I don't, I don't do that every time. I spoke with my friend and creator and freelancer, and YouTube creator specifically, and I said friend. He's a good friend, good friend. Robbie Campbell, he just moved from Salt Lake City, where I live, to Germany. So lots of land and lots of ocean to traverse. And we spoke about that recent relocation and the challenges of doing that and relocating as a creator and or freelancer and when you should, when you maybe shouldn't, how to deal with that sort of thing. Because this is something we face a lot as creators, the, the urge to go out and travel the great unknown or known if you're going to a, an urban environment mostly known. We like our comfort, air conditioners and lattes and such. It was a great conversation, and this is the entire conversation, and there will be a an abridged video version on my channel as well, if you want to check that out. Enjoy. Oh, and check out Robbie. He's he uh, his YouTube channel. Robbie Campbell. Hi, Robbie. How's it going? Oh, you know, just having a good time. I had my iced coffee, and that's what matters. Um, hi, you have moved to Germany recently yes. and after being here for a good while, how many years were you here? I think close to seven. I moved there in 2012. So like six or seven years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Pretty long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you lived in Germany before this, correct? Yeah, so my dad was in the army, um, and we got stationed over here when I was going into my junior year of high school. Okay. And we were in Hohenfels, which is like the southern part of Germany, um, and we were there for two years. That's where I met my girlfriend. Um, and then it was time to go to college when we graduated. I graduated here in Germany, um, and I had nowhere, no no ties to anywhere because I had moved pretty much every two years of my life growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and so my girlfriend was going to Utah, and I was like, I'll go to Utah, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's that's so how I ended up in Utah after that. It's Okay, so you were, you were whoops, I almost knocked over my entire setup. Uh, so you, <laughs> <laughs> you, were here for, you were here for a while, and what made you decide that it was time to go back to Germany? So like I said, I only spent two years here, um, and... We came to Utah. We were there for about five years, and my girlfriend went back to Germany. I went with her, and she went back for a study abroad, and we were here for like six months. It was only about six months. And I had already missed Germany after leaving there when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. We came back. We got a little teaser again for another six months, and I just felt like I had a lot of unfinished business mm -hmm. in this country. I love mm -hmm. it here. I love yeah. the culture, the language. Mafia, debts to pay. Yes, That's lots certain. of people to take care of, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> animals to return. That's yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, I love Europe, and two two years and six months was definitely not enough time for me. So mm -hmm. we, uh, we told ourselves whenever we had enough money to go, we would just pull the trigger, go, and figure it out when we got there. So That's kind of what we did. The great motherland of Germany was calling you home. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so when you, were, when you were thinking about moving back, 
was there anticipation for you or was it like, let's do this, I'm ready, I, I'm not worried about the, the moving process? What, what sort of anxiety filled your brain while you were going through that process? Well, this move was like way different than the last one. Um, last time we just kind of put all of our stuff in a storage unit and went off, stayed with family and came back and that was that. Um, but this time we knew that we were going indefinitely. Um, and so we had a whole other set of things to worry about, you know, packing all of our household goods, bringing all of our pets, basically restarting a life. Um, the process of moving for me isn't that stressful anymore. Like I said, my dad was in the army, so we moved, I think I moved 13 times total as a kid. Mm. Um, so it was nothing new. You know, I had always been somewhere new. I was always the new kid. We're always moving. So the actual process of it is just, I'm just kind of numb to it. Mm. Um, but with that said, as a kid, my parents always had everything taken care of. So I was just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. But this time, everything was on me. Like I had to pay to move everything over there and I had to, you know, organize and figure out the logistics of that. And, uh, you know, you're obviously, we're going over here with a set amount of money and we don't necessarily know what we're doing for work immediately. Um, and so it's, while I like to say, um, it didn't bother me too much and sound like, you know, this real hard dude who's like, yeah, I can move to Europe. It's not a big deal. It, there was there was a lot of anxiety around it. I mean, the like the the month before the move, where you're doing all the prep work, was just constant anxiousness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as a creator, what because you, what you do for a living is freelance work for the most part, right? And a lot of that is location oriented it does depend on right. where you are i mean depending on what kind of freelance work you do right i've tried really hard to not be location dependent right uh, yeah. but it's been a long journey and if you're doing things where you're actually going to shoot it is you're building relationships with yeah. people locally exactly this can be problematic when you're moving from salt lake city to germany i would assume so yes uh, <laughs> what have been some of the struggles for you in making that step was there any uh did it inhibit you from wanting to take the step of moving back? Yeah, that was actually the biggest point of hesitation for me. Um, I had spent four or five years doing freelance photography, video, and design stuff on the side for people in Utah, um, and I had built up a network. And then after those five years, I went full-time, and I had built up a network for a year. Um, and so I had really strong ties there. You know, it wasn't like really deep roots, but I was building a network and I had something I could rely on. Um, and I was finally like doing what I had set out to do when I, you know, left high school. I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to be a photographer and make my own schedule and work when I wanted to and whatever. Um, and I had finally done that and I was only about a year into it, um, at that point. And so pulling the trigger and say, well, let's go to Germany and restart everything was so worrisome. Um, but at the same time, knowing that I had built that network was um, was very fulfilling to know that I had done that. But also, I knew the longer I'd stay, the bigger and deeper my roots were going to be there. Mm -hmm. And I knew, you know, in four or five years' time, if I had kept doing what I was doing, it would be twice as hard to move. Yeah. So, you know, I figured I did this. I proved that I could do it. I'm sure I could do it somewhere else. And 
you know, like I said, in a few years, I'm going to, it's going to be even harder to move. So I might as well just do it now. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what do you think is the value of relocating for a creator? Because I think a lot of creative types have the urge to move to a different place if they're in a place that they're not satisfied with. When yeah. is that a good idea? And when is it like, maybe, maybe you moving to a different place is not the way that you solve this problem. Maybe you just right. bring your problems with you to the new place. <laughs> it's a good thing yes, to think about. Yeah. Uh, when does one happen versus the other in your mind? So it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about because, you know, when we had been here for the six months previously, um, as soon as we came back to the States, I was like, I want to go back. You know, I had all these problems. I didn't have any money. I was like depressed. I just wanted to run away from everything. And that was the time where I'm like, I want to go. We need to go to Germany. And I wanted to run away from everything. And a lot of people want to do that. Um, but the second time around, and I'll get a little bit more into the like, as a creator after this point, um, is I had in the two years since I, we had come back from that six month stint in Germany, I had become happy with myself and happy with what I had built. And I had really, really close friends and I had come to love Salt Lake in a way that I hadn't before. Um, and so moving kind of proved to me in a way that, you know, I was ready for it and it's always going to be there for me. And having that appreciation and leaving with that appreciation is going to be better in the long run than just running away from something. Mm. You know, I kind of felt like I left Salt Lake and like closed the chapter. It wasn't, you know, leaving an open wound. Yeah, um, it's it's easy to do that when you move. It's easy to miss miss steps. Yeah, like I yes. when I when I first moved to Salt Lake, I had my own journey moving across the country. Uh, less ocean involved than compared to you. <laughs> but when I moved across the country. Well, first off, I moved back to my hometown for a little bit, and then I moved to Salt Lake. But when I was moving from the town I was in in South Carolina back to my hometown, I sort of, I did. I, it was a process that was happening in my life with my wife and my mind. All it was, it was happening because we were unhappy with what was going on, and we we couldn't. Right. We were trying to figure out how to f solve that problem for ourselves, yep. and I was. I was, when, when the time came that we were like, okay, we're going to move. This is just really difficult for us. <laughs> uh, I, the time to actually move came really quick. And I felt like I, I broke off from the friends that I met there really quickly and abruptly. Yeah. And I, I still, for, for a long time, I felt really weird about that. It's like, man, you're supposed yeah. to go get coffee with them for the last time you're supposed to go and it's so weird yeah and it's like but you it's hard to get to all of those people there's a lot of yeah. um, that for me at least and i think for you maybe it's probably different but for me i spent the first 18 years of my life in the same house yeah. so shifting around especially leaving family for me is is an emotionally traumatic experience to say the yeah. least it's, it's there's a, there's a lot there. It's very weighty and difficult. And I have to, and I, I sort of have to be, it grew a lot of boldness in me, I think, to go through that process. So I learned a lot from it. But 
I think it's important when you're when you are deciding that you're going to shift your location or when you're thinking about if I should shift my location and how hard that might be that you really try to almost write a list in front of you of the things that you need to make sure to take care of before yes before you move along because you will leave feeling a little bit weird about everything if you don't if you're not diligent about that I think right yeah did you struggle with any of that or did uh, this last time around or were you pretty, did you square everything away? You know, I don't think that feeling's ever going to go away no matter how many times you move, you know, that you're always going to feel like you need to do something before you leave. You need to have that one last coffee. You need to have, you know, you need to go to that place one more time. Mm-hmm. You need to walk through your house or take a picture of that bedroom once more before you leave or whatever. I don't those feelings have never gone away from me. I mean, like I said, I've moved 13 times and every single time I'm always like, oh, I need to go get coffee with this person or I need to go say goodbye to this person. I need to go hang out with them one more time. Um, it's always there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think leaving on good terms, you know, being in a positive space um, and leaving on that is always better than, you know, trying to leave by running away from your problems. Mm-hmm. And while running away and moving can definitely solve your problems. It's always better if you go in a better state of mind, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like you have to manage your peace in the entire process of moving. Yes. Um, yeah. That you have to make sure that you have to be very aware of what your body's telling you, what your mind is telling you about what's happening. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I'm also curious when, because I think a lot of people, especially younger people, they may feel that, especially if they're in a situation, a household that's sort of toxic and they're a creator and they want, they have, they're very ambitious. They have high expectations for themselves. They may feel like they need to perhaps get as far away from that situation as possible physically. Uh, But even, even just the person who's like, I'm going to move to New York city. I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? He's the guy who plays Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Oh, Adam Driver. People say I look like him. He's oh really? I don't That's really ridiculous. See it, but I don't know. No, not at all. I'll take it. I think you need to not dude. talk to those people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great actor. He oh, yeah. uh, he when he speaks about his his process of of becoming an actor. At the beginning, he said he he went on what he calls the uh, something along the lines of the L.A. Hail Mary acting odyssey, uh-huh. <laughs> where you go to you go to you move to L.A. with no money and you're just your car and you just <laughs> you hope it's gonna work out. And I think yeah. he like I think he I don't even know if he made it to California or he was there for like a couple of days and then he just came back like it really fell apart. Everything was awful. <laughs> But I thought that I just thought that was such a funny way to describe it because I think that's what people try to do. They think they need to make yeah. this enormous uprooting shift in their life. Yeah. Go to a new place and then everything will start to align. And I, the hard part is there is actually validity to that, to, to going yeah, on an adventure. There's truth in that for sure, definitely. Yeah. But it's like when. You just need to be careful with it. Right, all. right. And, and, and when is it. Maybe that's not entirely the answer. Maybe that's part of the answer. Maybe that's the answer a year from now, right? Yeah. Uh, Maybe there are other things that you need to focus on. Make make sure you're not deceiving yourself, I suppose. Do you think that, 
what would you say to somebody who who feels like they need to move to feel fulfilled? You know, if if you do feel like you need to move to be fulfilled, that's you should definitely look into trying to do it. But I think when you're doing that, you need to think about every like you said, it's part of the solution. Mm. It is it's not the solution because I can say screw it, I hate where I'm at. I'm moving to Germany because everything is cooler there. Well, you don't really speak the language fluently yet. Yeah, pumpkin festivals. You don't know festivals. what you're going to do for work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know you don't know how you're going to get work. You don't know anyone there. You need to I feel like it almost feels obvious, but I guess it's not sometimes to some people is like you just sure, move, but remember that's only part of the solution. Mm-hmm. I think I think you said it brilliantly. It's just part of the solution. It's not the whole solution. Right. And understand that you're well, you're not the only one that's going through it if you're in that place. And also Right everybody people who are in your shoes are experiencing it a little bit differently so maybe they're wearing the same kind of shoes but their shoes are a different color Uh, they're experiencing (laughs) it a little bit different they may be experiencing it a little bit differently than you i think everybody has their own version of how they deal with the issue of becoming an adult as a creator and taking stepping out and do like i think for some people the location is less important. I think for some people, location is very important. I think for some yeah. people, it's like, it's like it makes more sense to stay here because it's cheap. And I and I, you know, maybe we just need to go to a new apartment. Maybe we just need right. to shift a little bit. Where some people, it's like I need to get out of this country. Like, right. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And so, I I guess it's it's like really being really being connected to your own mind and sort mm-hmm. of meditating on what you actually need and right. being able to get yourself out of momentarily out of the feeling of stuckness that creates that urge in you. Because I think what it is is you get, you get surrounded by your circumstances and you feel yeah. like you have to get on a plane and go away from exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's uh comfort can be a dangerous thing sometimes, you know, like I was very comfortable in Salt Lake, you know, I was making decent money. I was doing what I wanted. I had my friends surrounding me. I had the places that I went to go get my coffee. I had the grocery store and I knew all the aisles and I became very like, this is just where I am. And when you go outside of that, after being somewhere for a long time, it is like, it's awe inspiring to see how different things run. Mm. Um, and so when you see that or, you know, you have a friend come back from somewhere that had moved and they tell you about all these crazy stories, you're like, oh, my God, there's a whole other world out there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, sometimes moving just has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you make a good point. It goes both ways. You can get you can live in your comfort zone and you won't even realize that you're sabotaging yeah. your your ability to thrive because you're so comfortable I think I lean more towards that. My wife is the the person in our relationship that is like, Hey, we have to go to Europe next year. Like we have that we have to play we have to go to Australia. And I'm like, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to like sit down every day, have a good routine, (laughs) 
I'm comfortable. <laughs> just, she'll say it, and I have a little mini panic attack, but then I'm like, okay, yeah. you know what? This is good. She's it's, here to help me. It's the other way. It's the other way around in my relationships. Okay. I'm, I'm your wife in this scenario. I'm the one who's like, oh, we got to go do this. But I think it's perfect to have a relationship like that because you balance each other out. If you're, if it's two people all that are like, oh, we need to go all the time, mm-hmm. that could probably be catastrophic at some point. <laughs> no, I, there is a a high probability that I would still be in my hometown if oh, yeah. my wife did not push me, and that's yeah. a big deal because I. I absolutely love it here. I mean, you lived here. You know how you you know how amazing it is here, and how many how it's just such an interesting place for creating stuff. It is. It's really cool. It really feels like a playground. I feel like I'm going out into a playground every day. Oh yeah. Um, and and especially since I'm doing photography and I'm trying to work with companies around like adventure photography and this sort of thing, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like. It's it's like I have a canyon over here. I have a canyon right there. I can go to the desert. I can go to the Salt Lake, which is like freaking. It's like a white Mars landscape <laughs> with more water. I you know you have the salt flats. I mean it's just I can't think of another state in America that has as dynamic of a landscape. Maybe oh, California. I know. It's such a diverse state. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it like really is you can't you can't get that if you live in Virginia. Right. Yeah. So maybe you maybe you do need to move. Maybe it's a good idea to to go to the place that is calling you, and right. be willing to come out of your comfort zone. And I think it's also important to know that there that no matter what you do, there's there's not really a wrong path. It's sort of like you. It's sort of like you're flying a plane, and you feel like you get off course, and you have to recorrect it. And then you go, ah, this isn't right. I need to go over here. We yeah. think we think it's like now you can get in situations where you go into tremendous debt and screw yourself over. Oh yeah. But it's sure. not like <laughs> right. It's not like you you're not you're not going to kill yourself from doing that. You just have to continue to learn from those experiences and push forward. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing to deal with, I think. As in, it is. In I'm kind of I'm kind of dealing with that. I'm I'm only 24, but I feel like I'm on the cusp of my quarter life crisis. You know, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> dealing with all of these things that I didn't expect. I feel like I'm I'm just the most naive person in the world. You know, growing up, you're like, oh, I'm an adult. You know, things are gonna go this way as an adult. But it, oh man, it's just it's like you said. You know, it's it's a flight. You go off course. You correct, and it's just constantly correcting, and that's am I, fine. Am I the only one who looks at the way that I thought when I was like 17, and I feel like I'm looking at a different human? No, I am like a completely different person than I was. You wouldn't recognize me at 18. Yeah, yeah. And you thought, and you thought you had it all together, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. that is gonna work out fine. I thought I had it all figured out. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, but now our our what is our prefrontal cortex i think it is or our frontal lobe it's it's finally fully developing and we're starting to see (laughs) things we didn't see before yes like oh things we wish we still hadn't seen (laughs) (laughs) and and, but the problem is is that you can really become too adult if that makes sense you there's a reason why the child part of you was there because it's something that you have to hold on to it's very important to maintain that and then figure yep. out how you're going to mix that in with your with your with your adult life that carries responsibility yep. and you're trying to do things that are meaningful. I think one of the biggest things for me is realizing that I I can't just waste my time having fun. Like 
Yeah. I need to, not that I, I, mean, I, I, I say that and I, it sounds like I was a raging partier. When I was growing <laughs> up, I just, there were certain parts where I felt like I was doing meaningful things, but I thought, man, I could have managed my time so much better towards yeah. s- serving people, creating art that serves people, being thoughtful towards the impact that I'm creating. Yeah. Uh, and now it's like that weightiness rests on me more than it than it did before. Yeah. And I know that, and it's like, you know, and people, people, people die and get hurt, at, you know, at our age. I know. And are younger, and it's like, you gotta, you gotta be very wise. <laughs> you know. It's. Uh, I think. I think a good, a good way to sum up a lot of what we've been talking about is. Uh, balance in everything. Mm, mm-hmm. It's all balance. balance. I think is how to go about life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what? What have you? What are your goals moving forward in Germany? Well, I think something that I can touch on that you asked earlier about as a creator moving. What does it do for you? I think has a lot to do with what I can look forward to here. Um, and I think a lot of what I was looking for was a fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been here before, so I, I, I kind of knew what to expect, but you know, I've grown a lot since then. Um, and coming here, not, I don't feel like I, you know, like I, I fully exhausted Utah in terms of creation. Obviously that place is a plethora of creation. Right. Um, but for me, I had been there for seven years and I just needed something fresh. Um, and coming to Germany has offered that. I mean, just being here, I think I've only been here three, three and a half weeks maybe at this point. I'm already way more active in terms of shooting photos, shooting video, um, motivation in terms of finding work in the freelance world. Um, I think it's, you know, it's kind of cliche, but a fresh perspective is kind of what I'm looking for. And so with that, um, in Germany, I'm kind of looking for similar experiences that I've had in the States in terms of creating and making videos and working as a freelance photographer, but in Europe and it, you know, it functions similarly, but there's different challenges that will arise such as, you know, language barriers, um, navigating. Um, and I think those are really, those are really fun challenges for me. I love mm. I love having to go in and having to speak German. It's, it's a, it's a good challenge and it's, it feels really cool when you, you know, you nail a sentence and they think you're German or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would have a lot of fun saying nine all the time. <laughs> you don't say that as much as you think. Okay. All right. That's no, right? Around here. That is a word. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Ja nine. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is that yes? Oh no. Yeah is yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ja. And nine. And then nine is no. Okay. I like, uh, yeah. uh was Ausfart? Yes. For exit? exit? The exit from the highway. <laughs> <laughs> that one's fun. There's a, that fart, you see fart a lot everywhere. It's a lot of, it, it's basically anything related to driving, you're going to see that word. <laughs> yeah. If you're a dude, that's a, that alone at. is a great reason to move to Germany if oh, you're yeah. a guy. Sounds yep. like fun. See that stupid everywhere. boy humor. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so I, since you just moved to Germany, feel free to incorporate, uh, ideas from your recent move to Germany, but I want to actually talk about when you moved to Salt Lake 
and you were trying to build a foundation for yourself in freelance work, what would you say that you could do better? It, what would you say to somebody who's trying to begin the journey of doing more freelance work and getting out of their, their day job type thing? Right. Uh, what's a good way to build that foundation? Or, or what um, things did you learn about building that foundation, I guess I should say? I think it's how you approach it. I think, especially with the way I did it, and I see this a lot, is people kind of come in and assume that they deserve something. Um, you know, in a certain extent, everyone should be heard, um, but you should go about it in a way where you want to listen more than talk. Mm. Um, if you make the person that you want something from feel like they're being appreciated, you're more likely to get something out of them. And that sounds kind of manipulative, but um, if you go into it genuinely wanting to learn from someone, your chances of going somewhere will be a lot better and it will happen a lot faster. Um, and this is this so, in the hopes of meeting the needs of the person that you're trying to work with? Potentially, or, you know, just leaving a good impression on that person. Mm -hmm. So going forward, they can, you know, lead you to someone else or they'll think of you five months down the road and they have a project come up, you know, and they're like, Oh, I'm starting this company and I need photos, but I don't, Oh wait, no, I do know a photographer, that guy that wanted to get coffee with me. Right. Um, right. it's right. just going about and that it guy. And way. also that guy bought my coffee, which I mean, yes. that's a good way always to get them to coffee. remember you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Always buy their coffee. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if I didn't buy your coffee. Order. Maybe I just didn't have the funding. <laughs> I don't think you did. It's all right. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll buy. You, I'll send you coffee one day. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, just so like the, the way I'm going about everything that I'm doing here now is I'm I'm going about it in a way where I'm just trying to learn from everyone. Yeah. Obviously, I have experience in the field. I've done dozens of photography projects. I have the work to show for it. Um, but I'm the new guy in town. I'm the new guy in the country. And so everyone that I talk to, I'm just phrasing it like, Hey, I'd love to talk. I'm trying to learn from as many people as I can on how things work over here. Um, and I think that sets up the conversation much better. You know, it doesn't sound like, Hey, uh, I was a freelance photographer in the States and I'm coming over here and I want to start it. So can we talk so I can maybe get something out of you? Yeah. You just got to phrase it the right way and go about it in a way where it's less about you and more about, the people you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that just sets everything off at a better, better start. Yeah. I, th I think it's like the communication, the sort of dot, uh, what's the word? It's, it's a language in its own, the way that you interact with people to try to create those types of relationships. It is. Yeah. And it's a patient language as well. Yeah. But I think it has to be focused on bringing more bringing more value to them in that conversation than they bring to you like you have to really yes. try to pay attention to what it is they need not only from like a business perspective but if you're going to meet them for coffee the first time and it has nothing to do directly with you doing some sort of business with them that you need that it's a good idea to, you know, maybe learn a bit about them before you go there and then yeah, say, exactly. hey, you know, I heard about this project you're you're working on. I think that's interesting. Tell me about it. Don't ask them yeah. if you could be a part of it at all. Exactly. Just say, hey, what's like, oh, that's interesting. You know, 
Be yeah. a good human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just set up all your meetings. Like when I was first starting out, I'd set up these meetings like, oh, I'm going for a business meeting in hopes to getting business out of this. And nine times out of 10, I came out of that with nothing. I never heard from that person again. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started changing that and just being like, this person is really cool. I like what they do. Yes, I'd love to work with them and do work for them. But I just want to go hang out with them talk to them, get to know them. Like the last meeting I had, we went and got a coffee and we just walked around the city and talked for like 45 minutes. And like 20% of that was business related in terms of what we both do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've already kept in contact with the guy. We've written each other back and forth and you know, there's work probably coming out of it. So Mm -hmm. just going about it in a more personal way. Well, and two things. One, in that 45 minute conversation on minute 38, there could there could sometimes be this little random thing that pops up where you could you could take advantage of that but also mm-hmm. the fact that you spent 45 minutes with him and didn't ask for anything from yeah, this exactly. person means that you have sort of built yourself a, a a more prominent representation in his life right versus the other 5,000 people who want to do video or photo work. Exactly. And that's a big deal. You're someone interested to that person. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, cool. So I think think with that, I think we've covered all of the areas of moving. At least we've we've dusted off the top of the books. Oh, yeah. It's an endless conversation. Of course, (laughs) of course. We've, We've gently pushed away the dust and we've created some clarity, shined a light, and I think this is a good place to wrap this conversation up. Cool. And I'll spark this conversation. I'll spark this conversation. Good one. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hey, thanks, Robbie. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Um, we, uh, I hope to do this soon because I miss you. Miss you more? Okay. <laughs> We're going to go cry. <laughs> Okay, that's it for this audio odyssey. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was valuable to your life. I hope it was a, a lovely intellectual pho. <laughs> it's, a, it's a soup. I hope that you were able to not chew on that, and, but just suck it in and, and, you know, let it permeate your intestines. Feel free to check out Robbie. He is a very talented shooter, editor. He has a very lovely, calm personality, as I'm sure you could tell. You can find him, Robbie Campbell, on YouTube. Goodbye.